Hey, it's Emily Williams, the founder of I Heart My Life, and you are host of the I Heart My Life show. This is episode 158, how to not let guilt run or ruin your life. Now, guilt is a topic I've been talking about with so many of my clients lately, and I wanted to make sure to cover it here on the podcast. It's so important that we get a handle on when guilt is running our life because it can ruin our success. It can ruin our happiness. It can ruin so many things. So today we're going to dive into when guilt comes up, what exactly to do about it, how to shift it, how to even identify it first and foremost, and how to move through it so that you don't allow it to ruin your life or even have that power over you that it may have at the present moment. So let's go ahead and dive in. This episode was sponsored by the I Heart My Life Mastermind. The I Heart My Life Mastermind is perfect for you if you already have a business and you're looking to scale. We cover tons of different topics. We cover marketing strategy, revenue planning, team processes, everything you need in terms of mindset, high performance, really taking care of yourself as well as your business, events, publicity. We literally have seven coaches under one umbrella to support you and give you the answers to all of your burning questions. We host regular weekly workshops where you get your personal questions answered. We have retreats. You have a private Slack channel where you get to ask questions 24-7. You have an extensive resource bank that helps you put in place our cash method in your own business and much, much more. This is one of the most inventive programs around. I don't know anyone else offering the service that we provide. So if you are interested in growing your business and transforming your life, definitely book a call with us to learn more. Go to iHeartMyLifeBooking.com and learn more about the I Heart My Life Mastermind. So as I was building my business, I learned from one of my coaches that running a business is one of the best personal development courses you could possibly do. And I can totally verify that that is 100% true. The work that I've done on myself has been absolutely incredible and so, so challenging every step of the way. Now, I'm somebody who's a psychology major. I went through four years of undergrad, undergrad learning about psychology, learning about how we think and why we think certain ways. But I honestly can't remember ever learning about things like guilt or money mindset, things that I use every single day to transform myself and things that I teach my students on a regular basis. And as people are starting businesses, in particular women, we work with mainly women at I Heart My Life, we start to uncover some of the mindset shifts that are going to be essential for us to get where we want to go. And one of the things that often happens when people uncover that they're meant for something big or that they're ready to go to the next level or even start a business first and foremost, they find out pretty quickly who has their back and who isn't so supportive. And what happens is as they're dedicating more and more time to this dream, they start to realize that there are certain people who aren't going to be supportive. And there are certain people who make them feel guilty. There are certain people who um, don't even, you know, believe that they're going to do what it is that they say they're going to do. And so in working with women, we find that sometimes their spouse falls into this category, this unsupportive category. Sometimes it's their parents who don't understand what it is that they're trying to do. Sometimes it's their friends. Sometimes it's their boss. And a lot of the time, it's themselves. 
And so what we do within our company is support people at a variety of different levels. We support people who are just starting as well as established business owners. And we also support people um, in, you know, just getting started in their in their uh, mindset work, right? So what I see across the board, though, is that every single person, regardless of where they're at, has to move through this feeling of guilt. So sometimes people feel guilty for working so much. Sometimes people feel guilty for raising their prices. Sometimes people feel guilty when they start making more money and their family doesn't. Right. So guilt can be seen across the board, regardless of who we're working with. Even very recently, I had a client jump on a call with me and she was talking all about boundaries and she was talking about saying yes to something when she really meant no. So as it turned out, her parents had asked her to donate money to help purchase her uncle a new car. And in her mind, she was thinking to herself, this is not something I want to be spending my money on. But she felt so guilty saying no that she ended up saying yes And she even admitted that most of the time, it's not that she says yes, she actually just avoids the conversation altogether. And I supported her in uncovering the real truth around the fact that no, she does not want to give money to this opportunity or to this cause or to this person. And then I supported her in having the conversation. And what we uncovered was that it was really around this fear of, um, just having that argument with her mom, of standing up to her mom, of having that just honest, real conversation about what she actually wanted to spend her money on. She didn't want to have any conflict in her life, right? Now, this episode is about guilt, but what I wanted to point out here was that it was more than guilt for her. It was about this fear of conflict, right? So in terms of the guilt itself, what we worked through was that it was actually far more damaging for her to say yes to this opportunity than she even realized. What would happen if she said yes was that she would actually be showing herself the opposite of self-love. It would be her putting her uncle and her mom first. And although a lot of us are taught in our lives that that's the thing we should do. We should put others first. It would lead to resentment because she wasn't actually speaking her truth. And so my point here is, is whenever you are guilted into doing something or you allow yourself to be guilted into doing something, no good can come of it. Number one, it can lead to resentment because you're doing something you don't actually want to do. Number two, it's very damaging on the self because you're not actually showing yourself self-love. And number three, say you're paying money or you're giving your time out of guilt. All of that is tainted with negative energy. Guilt is a very low vibrational um, feeling. It's a low vibrational type of energy. And so when you infuse that into the way that you spend your money or the way that you spend your time or how you make decisions, no good can come of that. And that's what I had to realize very early on in building my business. Now, for me, some of the biggest shifts have happened around guilt with family. I know that when I was living in London, there was always a lot of guilt around me not coming home enough. And I have home in air quotes at the time that I'm recording this because for me, Ohio is no longer home. Although, yes, it's a place I grew up. And yes, there are some incredible people there who I love and I I respect dearly, obviously, it's not home. But I was guilted into thinking, oh, I'm not coming home enough. I'm not a good enough daughter. I don't care enough about my family. 
I remember when we were first dating, James also would guilt me into spending more time with him and his friends. And I was, you know, really driven. I was focused on moving forward with my dreams. And then as soon as I started my business, I would spend less time with James and his friends. And there would be a lot of guilt there. And until he started doing work on himself and really understanding that this was so important to me, it wasn't easy for me to be honest with him. It wasn't easy for me to essentially stand up for what I knew I needed to do in order to get those next level results. But eventually, as I learned to express myself in a better way, things were much easier. And so one of the reasons why I wanted to record this episode is because I know that as we go into the Hollywood, um, the Hollywood, as we go into the holiday season, there is a lot of guilt being thrown around guilt around why you're not coming home for Christmas, why you're not spending more time with us. Why are you working on your business and not actually, you know, spending time with your family? And what I ultimately had to realize was that I had to put myself first, first and foremost. And even as I'm saying this, the good Catholic girl in me is like screaming out, you know, that's not what we were taught to do. We were taught to put others' needs before our own. But that is a form of manipulation. That is a form of guilt. That is a form of suppression when we're taught not to follow our our hearts and not do the things that light us up and the things that are going to get us the results. Now, I hope you understand I'm not saying that um, doing something evil or negative or harmful to somebody else is justified. That's not what we're talking about here. But we are talking about that guilt that parents put on, put on us, that our spouses put on us, that friends put on us. When we know that we want to do something else um, and we're being told that we need to do it in a different way. So ultimately, what it came down to for me was learning how to, number one, trust myself and trust my instincts, trust what it was that I wanted to do, not make myself wrong, and have open and honest conversations and communicate my truth with those who I loved. Because the reality is, I don't want my family to feel negatively. I don't want them to feel like I don't care. I didn't want James to feel like I didn't care about him and his friends. But when I left parties early to go and work on my business, that's exactly how he felt because he didn't understand. And normally what happens is when you are not convicted in your decisions, it comes across as wishy-washy. It comes across that you're unsure of yourself as well. And so other people energetically, whether they know this is happening or not, they see that as an in. They see that they can break through and permeate and damage you in a sense and have an impact so that you do something differently. So you need to first be strong in your decisions. So for example, when I was first building I Heart My Life, I had to really make a decision about how I spent my time. I was working part-time as a matchmaker, and I knew that building my business was going to require a lot of me. It would require time before and after work. It would require time on the weekends. There were times where I worked between 80 and 100 hours a week, and I had to be really clear about what was important to me. And I remember in particular, there was one um, party that James and I were invited to, and I went for, I don't know, a good 30 to 60 minutes. But I realized that I didn't want to stay. Number one, I'm an introvert. I didn't want to be there. I'm normally good after an hour. I get my social fix. (laughs) But I also realized this was a party in like a crappy apartment with people I didn't even know. Yes, James was there, but I didn't know anyone else. They were serving this really cheap 
beer. I wasn't a beer drinker. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to work on my business because that is more important to me. And frankly, I'm going to build this business. So I have way more money and I can throw a much better party later on in the future. One that I actually want to be at. And I remember, I think I did put this in the book, but I remember when I was working with my editor at Hay House on my book, she was like, oh, that feels a bit harsh. And it was harsh, but it was actually my truth. And I was no longer available to feel guilty for how I spent my time and what I desired from my life and the business I wanted to create. And the truth was the impact I wanted to have and the movement that I was making at I Heart My Life was way more important than this party. And I knew that I didn't want to waste any more time in that location. No offense to all those amazing people, but it wasn't where I wanted to be. And I was no longer available to be guilted into staying. And so I know I left that party and James wasn't too happy with me, but over the the months that follows it followed. And of course the years that followed, I learned how to better communicate what I was experiencing and what my truth actually was. And he learned to be an acceptance of the way in which I move through the world and, and vice versa, right? There are things that he did that maybe I didn't understand. Instead of guilting us, uh, one another into things, we have a practice now where we just get clear around how important it actually is. And so if there's something that he wants me to do that I'm not a full yes for, I'll ask him 10 out of 10, you know, five out of 10, how, how important is this to you? And if it's a five, then we know it's not that important. If it's a 10, then I'm going to rally and show up because I love him, right? But that has to be my choice. I won't be guilted into doing something. I'm not available to be manipulated emotionally. And so you have to get really clear about what your desires are, what your convictions are, what your truth is, what the thing is that fuels you and what is what you're available for. You know, how do you want to spend your time? What are you going to say to people when they don't necessarily understand how you're spending your time? And I know I'm talking about time a lot here, but it's the same thing with money. No one can guilt you into spending something that you don't want to spend, right? So whether that's a donation, whether it's buying someone a Christmas gift out of guilt, whatever it is, really get clear around what your true desires actually are. I remember hearing an example from Oprah about this exact thing. And she said that there was a point in time when Stevie Wonder came to her and was asking for a donation for the kids, <laughs> as she says. And she knew in her heart it wasn't something that she wanted to donate to. She had the utmost respect for Stevie and, of course, for the kids. But she didn't want to write a check for this particular thing. And she went around and around about it and didn't want to tell him, didn't want to speak her truth, but ultimately did. And she was so nervous to have the conversation. But basically, it turned out completely uneventful. And he basically just said, I totally understand. No problem. And that was that. Right. And he went on his way. And so oftentimes we build things up in our mind and we're so nervous to speak our truth. And we allow that guilt to drive us into making a decision that we don't want to make when we could just be honest with ourselves and have the conversation. And yes, there may be some conflict or there may be none, just like in the Oprah conversation. But regardless, the whole point of this is you being true to yourself and you practicing self-love. And self-love means you're honest about what it is that you actually want. You're able to lay your head down at night knowing that you made a decision on behalf of yourself, on behalf of your dreams, on behalf of your truth. And that's the most important thing. I see so many people out there making decisions based on what other people want. And 
you can't possibly feel good doing that. That does not lead to any good. And so I'm really strong in the fact that if I don't want to do something, it's James's job to convince me that this is important to him (laughs) and I'm going to make the decision. Okay. I'm on board or it's my job to say, no, this isn't an alignment with how I want to spend my time or how I want to spend my money. I want to be doing this instead. And then it's his job to accept it. Okay. Because we cannot control other people. And if he has a tantrum about it, if he gets upset with me, if my mom doesn't understand my decisions, well, I can't affect that. That is their responsibility as adults to be able to work through their own conflict and emotion. And if we need to have another conversation about it, we will. And I think that's ultimately what it comes down to as well is just a willingness to have conflict in your life and to have honest conversations and to speak your truth. And so many people just want to avoid that. But again, no good comes from that. I would never want to be in a relationship with my parents or my husband or my friends that wasn't honest and truthful. And if you think about it, you would never want somebody to feel guilted into doing something for you. I remember when I was growing up, we took um, family vacations. And as a teenager, that was really the last thing I wanted to do. And I know I'm not painting a very good picture of myself, but that was the truth. I wanted to hang out with my friends. And I remember asking my parents at one point, why would you ever want somebody on a trip who didn't actually want to be there? Because I would not be in the best headspace. I didn't have the best attitude. And I understand that children obviously need to be directed by their parents. But it didn't make sense to me to guilt somebody into doing something just because you wanted them to be there. Would they really have, would they really be showing up as their best selves? Would they really have an enjoyable experience? And we get this one shot at life. So don't we want to enjoy it and really live it to the fullest and live it in the way that is our version of the fullest, not somebody else's. Now, for the next few minutes, I just want to direct the conversation to those of you who use guilt as a form of manipulation. I want you to really pay attention to when you're doing this, whether it's with your spouse, with your kids with your friends, with your clients, really be aware of when you use that to manipulate others to get what it is that you want. Now, I really want to support everyone in understanding that no one is perfect. I am definitely not perfect. And there are times where, of course, I feel guilt and I don't necessarily choose the right thing. I don't take the right step. And so, again, this is not about being perfect, but on the flip side, recognize when you're using guilt to manipulate others and really work on shifting that, work on going into understanding and not judging and not making an agenda for every single relationship or decision or person, okay? So everyone knows their own truth and you don't get to say what that truth is for somebody else. If someone chooses not to visit you on Christmas, That's okay. That's their decision. Okay. So let's remove judgment from our relationships and from our experiences. And I know that we're going to be a million times happier. So the final thing I want to mention about guilt is that when you're experiencing it, just sit with it for a second and ask yourself, why is this coming up for me? What is the lesson here? How can I use this to further understand myself, further grow as a human? 
but then ultimately move through it to the other side. Because guilt, from my perspective, it's draining. It's low vibrational, as we talked about. And the best way to use it for good, which is totally possible, is to allow it to be your teacher and allow it to be the thing that helps you go to the next level and expand the person that you are and really step into your power around what you want for your life. If you experience guilt, you know that it's somebody else's agenda on your life. And so you need to shift it and flip into being clear and focused on what it is that you actually want and allow it to make you stronger because that's exactly what happens. When you move through it to the other side, you create strength. And it gets easier and easier every time you practice that, every time you only say yes when you mean yes, and you say no when you mean no. And people ultimately respect you so much more. Think about it. If you're in a relationship where people are speaking their truth and there's no resentment, that will be a much healthier relationship. And people will know that when they ask you something or when you're present with them, you really want to be there. It's a true yes for you. And they'll know that you're an honest person. Because even if they can't tell that something's going on or exactly what's going on, there's an underlying weirdness when you're not speaking your truth. Like I said, it's that low vibrational energy. We want you to be high vibration. We want you to attract the best people, the best friends, the respect of your family, the respect and love of your spouse, the support that you deserve. And that only comes by you first being that truthful person and making your yeses a yes and your noes a no and standing firm in what you know is right for you. And one final thing, for those of you who are holding back because you feel guilty about being more successful or guilty for creating a better life for yourself or guilty for making more money, please stop it. (laughs) So the world is not going to be served by you playing small. I love this quote by Marianne Williamson. She says, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, and fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It is not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. That is why it's so essential that you move through that guilt and you step into your power and you do the things that you were born to do proudly. And you show other people what is possible and you change the lives for generations to come. Your family needs you to be an example of what's possible. They need you to change the trajectory for future generations. You deserve to be happy. You deserve to be successful. You deserve to raise your prices. All of that is available for you when you move through that guilt and step into your power and live life based on your desires. I hope you love today's episode. I truly adore this topic and love helping women, especially female entrepreneurs, move through guilt to the other side. You do not have to go through this process alone. We are here to support you. 
If you go to iHeartMyLife.com, you'll see all the ways to work with us. And you can even go to iHeartMyLifeBooking.com and book a call to learn more about being fully supported in your life and business. You do not have to do this alone, and you deserve to be fully supported. I'll talk to you next time on the iHeartMyLife show. We hope you love this episode. Thank you so much for being an avid listener of the iHeartMyLife show. Take a second and leave a review. It would mean so much to us and we read all of them. And for further inspiration and life and business tips about creating a life that you love and achieving massive success, definitely follow us at iHeartMyLife on Instagram and at iHeartMyLife now on Facebook. See you next time.